This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. It is podcast day. Woohoo! That's all I had. That's all you got, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were going to start it singing. Sometimes I just throw, throw a little bone, see, see what I, happens. Podcast day! <laughs> it's, it almost sounds like the beginning of, uh, uh, was that, Daria? Na, 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 na. I don't know what... Daria, like MTV cartoons from back in the day. I, was I never watched that. No chick named Daria. Oh. Yeah, Someone out that. there knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm... You but we're me? not here to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> we're here to talk about diesel trucks, man. Yeehaw! Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. This is America's Diesel Podcast. The number one diesel store and podcast in the universe, universe. multiverse, whatever universe you claim to be part of, we're number one. We're number one. If we haven't heard about your universe yet, doesn't matter. We're still number one. Boom. <laughs> terrible yeah <laughs> so. uh make sure and check us out on google play soundcloud itunes spotify screenshot that bad boy leave a five-star review then screenshot it send it to tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com and don't forget to put your t-shirt size and an address because yeah, we may need that too, because yeah. this right here is a shirt see this cloth folded up so what we did here is we, we sat down for a few minutes and we had a meeting about what to put on these shirts yeah and it got a little spicy yeah and so we're, <laughs> we're trying to figure out how to make it like not too terribly spicy yeah but enough to where it's like <laughs> i think you yes. should i think you should draw a picture of my face and i draw a picture of your face and then we just call it good <laughs> It's like, like those, uh, when the, the husbands put the makeups on for the, for the yeah. Or something. yeah yeah uh, anyhow so to get get us through there because we definitely want to get some shirts out um, so we basically have our our black t shirt if you have one of our diesel power products t shirts a really nice actual like nice t shirt garment um, and we just changed out the America's Diesel Superstore on the side to say America's Diesel Podcast um, these are really nice shirts folks um, really nice print on them 
Um, they are like a fitted T-shirt. Yeah. So it's pretty much going to be like a limited edition. Pretty much is the first fifty. We only got fifty of them. Yeah, limited edition. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna ha- we're gonna handle the guys that have already guys and gals that have already sent in emails. We're gonna get those shipped out. Yep. Um, and then once we get the the real ones out there, I want to say the real ones. Once we get the the non limited edition non limited edition ones out yeah. there, uh, we'll make sure <laughs> the we production catch, ones. catch back up. <laughs> uh, but if you're not sure on your size, uh, I would say if you're in between, size up. They're not like super tiny or anything like that, but they're just they're a little fitted. And they don't shrink a lot either. Not a whole lot. Sorry, they do not shrink a lot. Um, I'm I'm like six foot, two two of five, two ten, extra large. Yeah, this is a small. Believe it or not, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, we're gonna get into this episode because I like the way that this is going. So yeah, <laughs> we get lots of emails, and obviously we try and answer them as best we can. And some of them come in, and it's like you know what, we can address this on the podcast. So we're actually just gonna answer some some emails that people have sent in. Yeah, and where the, it's. Like I have two polar opposites for seven threes, and I, yeah, I, I don't even know what you have. I have two completely different sort of questions. Um, but what's cool about mine is these are direct from our uh, from someone who's gave us a review. Oh, nice! And so they've asked a, a question. So I've already emailed them back, and of course, because this I know we're pre-recording these, so it's mm-hmm. I'm not going to make you wait six weeks for your. <laughs> For your answer, <laughs> I didn't. I, I, the, my first guy, one of them, he doesn't even know I'm going to do this. Yeah. Second, the, the, well, the and the other one, uh, Andrew, I emailed him back, said, "Hey, we're doing a podcast. So I'm going to answer it on there." That was it. <laughs> well, <it's laughs> hey, that's an easy yeah. response. Yeah. yeah. So, but I'll, I'll actually give him like a, with yeah. links and stuff that we talk about here. But uh, <clears throat> hey, you, you want to go first? Want me to go first? Oh uh, yeah, I'll bust out. I'll, I'll bust. I'll bust out first. Do it. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll do the easy, the easier one first. So I we get this question from time to time, and it's kind of uh, one that we steer. I'll say we steer a lot of people away from it in the beginning, um, just because a lot of people think it's easier than it actually is. Uh, so his question, um, let me get past the. So he says, "I'm looking to get into tuning. I I have not a single clue how. It seems like this info is safeguarded. I'm not sure how much you know about EasyLink or EFI live tuning." Uh, but any direction would be helpful. It, it, get, um, it gets extremely complex, and there's a lot to know, but I'm willing to give it a try. I worked in automotive engineering for a few years, and that's that's when I was like, okay, I'll give him the insider info. Right. <laughs> so I worked for automotive engineering for a few years, and I was a tech for six, so I have a little understanding, uh, but still don't know. I still don't know shit about tuning. <laughs> Any direction would be greatly appreciated. Uh, this is from Bobby, and he, he says, "P.S. Here's a media. Here's a here's a meme. Medium dank." <laughs> so I appreciate that. It's a was that Willie? What's his name? Uh, Billy Willie, Mays. Billy Mays. Yeah. But wait, and your diesel is yeah. straight piped at one k RPM, and you wake your wife up in the morning. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> okay. So we get this tuning from time to time of guys that want to tune their own trucks or want to learn how to tune. Um, it's not as easy as you would think. <laughs> it's not like, oh, it's rail pressure up or down or boost up or down or, or that sort of thing. So um, it's very, very in-depth and you got to, you, you, you got to, you got to learn. It's yeah. almost something you got to go to school from or go, go to school for. So what I actually sent him is there's a, there's a company called Starlight Diesel mm-hmm. that puts on EFI live training courses. They actually have a book that you can buy on their website. And I actually, I think I still have the book um, from when I kind of looked into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I sent them that info and, and, and again, they do, uh, I think it's yearly. I, uh, I think the last time it's, I, it's I remember at least once a year, I know that. Yeah. Last, last time I remember it was held at 
well, that was maybe a couple years ago. It was held at industrial injection. There's, I think they hold them wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's probably gonna be your best bet. I mean, Starlight Diesel they put they put together a great, basically a how to manual. But it's not necessarily how to. It's it's a it's a book that is is used in their classes. So it's really something that it, you know should be used with a teacher kind of thing going mm-hmm. through everything. Uh, but if you want to learn, that's a that's a great start. Start reading that book. See if you understand anything. And if you don't, then maybe look at one of those classes to see see when the next one's going to be. Sign up for that and uh, attend, and then you'll you'll start learning. And the cool thing is, is they 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 usually have you know like Corey Willis, Ryan Milliken, you know they got you know whoever's Special doing guests come in, yeah. exactly, and they and they'll you know put together a little curriculum yeah uh, and, i mean and, they're uh, not going to give the you know secrets away but they're going to like tell you how, how you can try and get it done tell you what things mean yeah. you know you, you know tell you what you should do you shouldn't do and stuff like that so um yeah that's what i would do starlight diesel check out that book order that it's like the the book alone is like 200 and like i think it's like 220 bucks something like that but there's a lot of information it's in there. Much, I would say it's almost all proprietary knowledge in there. Yeah, I was uh, I was a huge stickler for for books when I was in school because they were just an incredible amount of money. Yeah, and that could be spent on things like beer and beverage, and, and, <laughs> and pencils and yeah. lift tickets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But instead, I'm buying books. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And there's a, there's a there's a lot to learn when it comes to tuning, and a lot of it you you got to have like a dyno too. So when you tune that truck, hop, throw it on the dyno. Dino it and see what see what sort of modifications you can make to, mm-hmm. to, to you know to keep to keep going with the truck. So it's also a little scary. And I'll expand on this a little bit here, at least for me. Like, yeah, I think maybe like ten minutes. I thought about it. Yeah, and I was like, man, you know, I've, I've got a you know good technical background. You know, maybe I could maybe I could you know apply that to this and kind of move forward with it or something like that. I think everybody has at one point. Yeah, you know, like so. I want to tune my own truck. Right. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, okay, well, there's there's an entry fee with everything. You know, yeah. If you go to school, it's tuition. It's books. If you want to teach yourself, you know, you're going to make mistakes. That's going to cost you money. Yeah. If you're going to a trade school, you're, you're paying to be there. You're going to pay for tools later on or something. There's always a cost to learning. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, I'm going to get a 5.9 Comrail. Okay. Could I essentially blow that engine up with just tuning? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I <laughs> yeah, could literally could. render that engine completely useless. Yeah. And then I think to myself, like, well, why is it that everybody can tune, like, LS engines or something like that? Yeah. Okay, yes, you, you may be able to blow up an LS engine with, with timing, but you can find an LS engine out of a truck for, like, 200 bucks. Right. <laughs> Pull that engine up, okay, put the next one in and, and right. figure out what you did wrong. You blow up a 5.9 common rail, You're dealing like with 15, 20 grand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just for, like, a short block, I mean, we're talking almost 10 grand. So, yeah, it's, it's something that you definitely want to know what you're doing beforehand. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, I'm be careful. I don't discourage people from getting into tuning. What I do is is kind of like it's almost like buying a six liter. Just know what you're getting into. Yeah. You know, there there's a reason why some companies have stood the test of time with tuning. Yeah. And it's and being on the retail side of things, oh, I got this EFI laugh tuning from insert name here. Yeah, seriously. I've heard some of the weirdest names. Yeah. I'm like, you're, who's that? And you're like, oh, yeah, he's real big. <laughs> and then sometimes they, they, they'll just be real with you. Like, dude, some guy around the corner said he could do my truck. <laughs> so he did. I gave him a case of beer. Do you know what the common thing is with a lot of those is, yeah, I tune my truck. It runs like crap. Now I can't get a hold of him. Yeah. <laughs> What's his work address? Well, well, uh, he's not there. He moved. Yeah. He was out of his RV. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was a welder. Yeah. It's like, dude, computer. it sounds like you just found a bun on the street. 
So, yeah, be careful with that. (laughs) There's a reason why it's expensive. You're paying for not only the tuning, but you're paying for experience. So just keep paying for the back end. Yeah. Yeah, there's the support on the yeah. back. Phrasing, you gotta, you gotta pay for the back. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna get the front, you better, you know. <laughs> it's a two-way road, my friends. <laughs> All right, what's yours? <laughs> so my first one is uh, is from Andrew Pica or Pisa or something. I, I don't know. P I C A. I don't know. Um, but it, his email was actually it was it was a good one for me, and uh, I'll kind of read it out to you here. Uh, it says, "Hi Ben, my name is Andrew, and I've just started listening to your guys' podcast, and it's honestly the best." Partially why I answered the question. Yeah. He's already buttering me up. <laughs> Just started listening. What's up, dude? <laughs> says, uh, I love how honest you guys about uh, how you are about your performance without compromising trucks or liability. Uh, about one year ago, I purchased my first diesel truck. was in a 99 F250 with a 7.3. <coughs> great option. That's a great starter. Uh, absolutely love it. I have been doing a lot of research on diesels, how they work, how they gain power, how to make the truck go the distance. The previous owner already did some upgrades to the truck, such as upgrade intercooler, intake, transmission rebuild, he has added an SCTX4, I'm assuming with box tunes, uh, a Banks big head w- and a Banks big head wastegate actuator. I'm assuming it also has exhaust done to it. I'm not sure though. Um, it says, but now I'm looking to upgrade my injectors and turbo wheel, but I need some advice because I don't want to spend my money uh, on something I don't need. And I, I it's a daily driver. I do uh, tow my 13K 50 or fifth wheel pretty often. It pulls fine, but I want to add some more power and help it pull better. So would, he's talking about injectors now, 180 cc injectors stock nozzles be a good choice as well as the kc turbos s300 balance assembly uh would that help to get more air also i want to make sure i do gauges what should i be concerned with great questions yeah all great questions good details i appreciate that yeah um so i'll kind of start at the beginning there you've already got a good base going with the truck you've already got you know basically an upgrade intercooler so you've got air going in the transmission has been addressed who knows how how well it's built but it's at least been addressed like, right even if you just upgraded the cooler and the accumulator yeah, you're in. You're in good. You're already started well, um, with a wastegate actuator on there. Okay, so you got the basics done. For injectors, if it's time for injectors, and I don't know how many miles are on the truck, but if it's time for injectors, 180 cc with a stock nozzle is not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. They're they're honestly the one 160 180 cc single shots are a most popular injector from Casterly. I would yeah. Sell. However, if you were to call me on the phone and talk about this, I almost always get guys into a 1.5. Yeah, and the reason behind that is Cashly made that 1.5 specifically for those folks that are still basically running, you know, a pretty much stock transmission, pretty much stock turbo, requires custom tuning, basic bolt-ons, works great, still a bit of toe with it, doesn't run too hot. Hence the 1.5. Yeah, they, they made the ones, they made the twos, and look like, ah, bring it back yeah. notch. Right, right, right. And basically, the stage two or the 1.5s are either a 180cc or a 160cc with a 30% nozzle. So basically, you're able to dump that fuel in faster. Uh, it's not those guys where they're having like 100% over nozzles or something like that, where it's just like, right. So a good amount. Of, you can still you know have a good, really good, streetable truck there. So for me, 180 cc nozzle, 30% uh, in, or 180 cc injector, 30% nozzle. I think you're gonna be dynamite there, especially. And and I don't even we don't even sell KC turbo stuff. Yeah. So I went to their website and looked it up. That balance shaft that they have with the they do like an S300 style uh, turbine wheel on it. And like a really updated billet wheel, that's great. Like yeah. They, this is like how we how real we try to keep it. Yeah. We don't sell it. Yeah, we don't I mean, even I sell. Can't, I I don't have the ability to sell Casey stuff. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, especially if you if you or you're looking just to rebuild the turbo, comes the rebuild kit. Like, right, very nice. Um, 
So that I, I think you're on the right path there. So 180 cc, stage 1.5s, 180cc. Um, you're going to need some custom tuning. Um, you can talk to Gearhead directly and actually get custom tunes for your SCTX4. That way you don't have to buy a new device. Yeah. Uh, their tuning is top-notch. Absolutely love it. Um, if you don't have exhaust, obviously you need to get exhaust. Forms, turbo back with a muffler, be just fine. Whatever you choose. Um, beyond there, um, if the truck's got a lot of miles on it, it's 99. Probably going to be time for a high-pressure oil pump. What about injector cups? It's got a lot of miles. It may be time for injector cups. Okay. If you're already going to be in there, the cups themselves are not expensive. The yeah. tool to get them out sort of is. Yeah. The time you're going to spend getting them out <laughs> sucks. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> if you're thinking about paying someone to do all this, go with the cups. If this is one yeah. of the things you're doing on your own, uh, get in there. You can get a, um, a mirror in there or a little uh, borescope. Yeah, there you and, go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Blank. Uh, <laughs> and borescope and inspect the cups. If they're visually okay, you should be fine. If it's got low miles on it, you should be okay. You never know, though. I mean, if you got a close to 150, it's probably – it's plausible. Trucks with sub-100, it's like usually eh, not going to happen. Um, High-pressure oil pump. Uh, we already talked about tuning. Um, you're probably, depending on the mileage, you're going to want to do valve cover gaskets. And then whatever else, accoutrement you may need. So <clears throat> I got a question yeah. on that. When would you say is the right time to do, <clears throat> like, a regulated return system on that truck? I mentioned that. So, regular return, can you get away with 1.5s without doing that? Yes, you can. Is a regular return going to help you? Yes, absolutely. Is a fast going to help you in the situation? Yes, absolutely. But that's also why they made those 1.5s the way they did. Yeah. They wanted to make it just on that cusp of, like, if you wanted stage 2s, I'd be like, you need a regular return. Right. You need a lift pump. You got to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Can you get away with it? Yes. I still highly, highly recommend it. I recommend yeah. that stuff even on stock injectors. Yeah. But I mean, it just helps to maintain pressure across the IP, R, RPM range. So and you want, uh, one of the things power. you can do to actually really help the 7.3 run smoother and quieter, balance the, like make sure the fuel stays pressurized all the way throughout the, the yeah. fuel galleys. Yeah. Epic. Keeping that fuel pressure is always going to run smoother, uh, better mileage, less air. You're going to have a good time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 1.5s, you can get away with it. 
Where was I going with that one? Okay, so that's basically your, your power parts right there. Um, do you have to have anything else to go along with it? I think you're going to be right on the money there. Yeah. Do you need an intake manifold? Doesn't help. Or I'm not doesn't help. Doesn't hurt. <laughs> do you charge piping? Doesn't hurt. Does nothing. Yeah. <laughs> do you need a turbo? Does nothing. <laughs> it does nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so all those things are going to really help you get there. Gauges. Number one most important, EGTs, exhaust gas temperatures. If you haven't heard what that's called, here's your 30-second spiel. It's basically your thumb on the pulse of how hard the truck is working at that yep. very second, measuring the temperature of the air coming out of the cylinder before it hits the turbo. So basically you're putting a, a temperature sensor on the exhaust manifold. Yep. Um, 1250 is your golden rule number. Uh, holding anything 1250 or above for an extended period of time, start having issues. You can spike all the way up to 1314, maybe in 1500, like yeah. on ramp, or you're just feeling froggy, you got a burnout going on, something like that, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> but if you're towing, pulling a grade, and all of a sudden you start creeping to 13, 1350, you, you got to back out. Yeah, don't sustain it. Do not sustain it. <clears throat> um, so number one, 100% EGTs. Uh, two, I like a boost gauge on there. Um, it's not just because I like to see the numbers go up and down. I like the sound the turbo makes when I put my floor to gr- put the ground. <laughs> yeah. But you can actually, uh, while driving, if something starts acting funny, with your EGT gauge and your boost gauge, you can do a lot of like on-road diagnosing. Yeah, I mean, that's, you got air in and air out. So you're you're measuring the pressure of, of the, uh, the turbo system and what's it, what it's producing and what the engine's taking in mm-hmm. and then what it's producing when it, when it leaves. Yeah. So you, know, you could be pulling a hill, it's real hot one day, and all of a sudden you start noticing, you know, normally when you pull it, your EGTs are at 1100 and boost is at 12 or something like that. Yeah. All of a sudden, boost number is down, EGTs way up, can't keep your foot in it long enough to like get moving. You got to boost lead. You got to boost lead. <laughs> and you can, that's, that's one of those things where it's like, hmm, hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not, oh my God, that truck's dead. Right. It's, oh, I got a boost leak. Maybe I should pull it. Maybe it's an easy fix. Maybe you just got to tighten a clamp down. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things you can really. Again, thumb on the pulse of the truck. Yeah. Um, next, if it's an automatic and you're towing with the truck, transmission temperature. Yes. Very important. Yeah. Close fourth, high-pressure oil pump. I like watching that. I like being in tune with stuff, so high-pressure oil pump. That's what's feeding your injectors. I would say watch that. So, overall, I hope that answers your question. Um, I got another question after this one. That's pretty much the polar opposite, but <laughs> it's, it's actually a much shorter answer, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alex, uh, thanks for – I'm sorry, Andrew, thanks for your question, and uh, I'll send this all to you with a, all that kind of good info and everything. Yeah, cool. Um, so next one is actually – this is our uh, 50th episode contest winner. He's actually Jack. Jake? Jack. Jack Sandoff. Sandoz. 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 Yeah. Oz. Z. Cool name, um, by the way. Like, yes, yeah, Sandoz. Nice work, Mom and Dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's he's got something going on, and this is the cool thing about this is he's literally gone through everything that a a, a tech should go through on this. So he's having it. So you go. Um, he's having a cam code Ooh. come up. So his, that's a Tyler question. <clears throat> yeah. So he goes. So the cam issue is a weird one. It's a long shot, but I'm just curious if you've ever dealt with anything similar. Truck threw a P zero three four one check engine light the other day after installing the fast. He put in quotes, um, no idea how that'd be related, which I'm kind of on the same page with him. I don't think anything's related but you never there. Know. But yeah, yeah it, issue, it seems like issues always happen when it's like, I just put in like a air filter. Now I'm getting a code for like, <laughs> you know, correct yeah. position. It's like vehicle uh, speed sensor. Like, yeah, what's like, the hell? No, that's not. Okay. Uh, code is intermittent. Tackle dropped down to 500 RPMs at idle and bought back up. Actually, or although actual RPM doesn't seem to change at all. Changed out the cam sensor. <clears throat> Codes come back. Swapped with a known working ca- uh, crank sensor, codes come back. Had a shop test both sensors and all wiring for proper resistance. No problems found. 
Um, carefully check the wire uh, wire harness near the AC compressor. Likely culprit, according to forms. Didn't find anything. Now the truck's at a dealer, and the tech is pretty much dumbfounded. He's checked everything from the ECM to the sensor, but found no faults. Um, I think if the cam had developed a mechanical problem, it'd run poorly and misfire, which I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, diesel tech was mystified by head studs, so I'm a little concerned. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, always, that's always a good thing to put at the end of after he's diagnosed everything. Yeah. Um, th- that's a tough one because, I mean, it sounds like the tech is going through, you know, like the, the dealer approved sort of, you know, flow chart for that code. Mm-hmm. One thing that can happen, though, and this is few and far between, but your cam has a thrust washer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a certain tolerance that that cam can go in and out, right? Like forward and back, and forward end. and back. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so, for any reason, if that maybe wore out and you've got excessive in play on that cam, you could very well maybe run that little tone ring or whatever it's grabbing off, signal off of the just system. slightly mm-hmm. off. And back and forth, back and forth. So I've seen guys that um, uh, actually ju- like just take the front cover off, take that little thrust bearing out because you could take it without pull- you could take it out without pulling the cam out, mm-hmm. and just put a new one on there and uh, and, and fix it. Um, obviously, at that point, I would recommend measuring the end play of that shaft to see if you're actually out of spec. Um, but if you've checked wiring, can't find anything. Uh, if they're certain, like the you know the ECM isn't having an issue. And the sensor itself, obviously, it's, you know, been tested via new sensors. I mean, the, the chance of a new sensor being bad, um, you know, slim to none, especially a factory one. Um, that's pretty much the only thing that I could see other than the other issues um, yeah. that could be causing that. And, yeah, that's definitely a tough one. That's This is, like, the one thing that you hope never happens when you diagnose a truck. Like, yeah. well, I can't find anything. Yeah, like, as you were going down that list, <laughs> but, I was like, man, they're doing all the right steps here. Yeah. Be the visual, you know, you're trying to rule out the electrical gremlins. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, you've already kind of, like, you can pretty much make it happen on your almost your own accord, or at least you're, you're cognizant yeah. of when it happens. Like, it does this during this time. It does that and that and that. Um, and you took it, so in my mind, you have pretty much worked through anything that's what I would consider, you know, I don't want to say run of the mill or normal or, you're, the, you're, or more common. Yeah. Fault, you're yeah. into obscure oddball issues now Yeah, that it's going to take someone who is a, I don't want to say freak, but like yeah. someone who just knows <laughs> way just a too freaky much freak. <laughs> about that engine. And yeah. you're going to be able to, it's either, it's going to probably be either like some, a uh, really young guy who absolutely just knows that's all he knows. Probably yeah. doesn't want to tie his shoes, but he can tell you everything about a five minute car. Right, right. Or it's going to be some some old timer that yeah. literally just knows everything. Yeah, like, probably, oh, I've seen that before. It's probably going to charge <laughs> you like 280 an hour yeah. or something like that yeah. because he is that good. Yeah. And you're pretty much at that point where you got to find you know your closest, really high performance diesel shop. Yeah. You're probably going to have to drop it off. It's gonna be. It's probably gonna be a couple hours away. Yeah, and you're gonna drop it off. You're gonna be like, "Hey, man, this is what I got going on. These are the the ROs from previous guys that have worked on it. You know, here's my work list. You know, I know this is not gonna be. You know, if you can look at it and figure it out today, great. Yeah, but I know I'm probably gonna have to drop this off. It's, right. it's a hidden issue. I just need it fixed. Yeah, and don't be surprised when you get your bill back and it's twelve hundred dollar diagnostic, thirty seven cent part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, and and. 
like I was talking about with the cam, I mean, yeah, I agree with him as far as if it was an actual issue with the cam, Fully you would agree. definitely yeah. have some sort of drivability issues. But if that is just slightly out of tolerance to where it's it's taken that out of the sensor's range as mm-hmm. far as to read, you could still have a perfectly running truck. Absolutely. I mean, it's not going to move far enough to where like a, a you know a, a lifter is going to you know fall off a cam or something you, like using that. Using your common sense filter right there, like okay, yeah. my instruments are telling me something different. But my butt dyno, yeah, my, you know, my truck doesn't skip beat. Yeah, still runs, so, pulls hard. If I were to put a guess on it, that's what I would say. I would say pop that t- front timing cover off, measure the end play of that shaft. Um, I wish I should have pulled up the spec, but I got sidetracked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to clean this cup out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, I, I bet you he's, he's probably a little out of spec on that, and it, it could be something as simple as just a little cam thrust washer or thrust bearing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That's a, so, I, I wouldn't even gotten that far with it. So cheers to you for hey. working through that, man. Yeah, cheers, buddy. Here. Ding. Yeah, so try that. Take yeah. it apart. Test it. How about that? How about that? Sweet. So, By the way, Sick Truck, if you haven't seen it, I don't yeah. even know his Instagram handle, but check it out. Yeah. He shoot, shot us a picture of it literally airborne. Yeah, in the air. So he It's won. one of those trucks that it's in the <laughs> air and you're like, it belongs there. Yeah. You're not like, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just so you guys know, we're going to be doing another one of these. He won $500 to our store. Yeah. For just doing a five star review. Yep. And he's getting top and now he needs tech parts. support. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So this next one, I literally got emailed today <clears throat> at, tw- at 12 22 p.m. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. 12 22 p.m. today. Oh. Uh, so, uh, Nate Mary. You have no idea that I'm doing this because I didn't even email you back yet. But pretty much the complete opposite of, of uh, Andrew here. I'll read you this verbatim because this is how much <laughs> I love this email. It says, hey <laughs> have a 97.73 150K. I need something with lots of balls all the time because I'm towing with it and hauling a dump trailer. I could give two shits about fuel economy. <laughs> My I, man, <laughs> my man. <laughs> so um, I wrote these notes down. I wrote, dope. <laughs> like, yeah. Handwritten, dope. Dope. How much money? Because <laughs> that, that's an issue. you got to figure yeah. that out. Um, so I basically put it as like two things here. <laughs> Depending on budget, if this thing's pretty much bone stock, basics on OBS 7.3, especially if you're towing, like I would call it like the basics plus one. So intake, tuner, exhaust, uh, intercooler, and gauges. Yeah. That will, if you're used to a stock or just like not tuned OBS 7.3, that will unlock so much more usable power. You have no, like, yeah, it'll feel like seriously. a brand new truck. <laughs> yeah. Um, if it's one of those things where like I already have all that done or I've already driven that or like I already know I'm going to want more than that. It's like, okay, uh, yeah. 364 and a half SXE. Stage 1.5s. See, I'm still talking about stage 1.5s, even yeah. though we got a larger turbo on there. Uh, tuning in the, the, the 364 and a half, it's already going to come with uh, intercooler and all that kind of piping and stuff. Uh, you're going to have to address your trans. Yeah. You're going to have to have a high-pressure oil pump, and you're going to need some regular return on there because if you're fueling that thing hard, yeah, you're going to yeah. want that. And even if you want to go stage 2s, 364 and a half, it's there to party. Do it. <laughs> yeah, trans, trans it. is going to be like, I'm out. 
Yeah. The trans is going to be. Yeah. Out like a bad date. She's yeah, gone. <laughs> yeah. And it'll probably happen at the worst time, too, especially when you're towing yeah. uh, a dump trailer. Uh, or when side. you're like trying to show off or something. Like, you know, yeah. something, something where it's really supposed to just hang in there for you. <laughs> if you're as lucky as I was when my seven, my OBS stopped running when I was towing, I was on the Bay Bridge. <laughs> a lot of you are probably like, I don't know what that is, but it's like one of the bridges in the San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah, that happened to me. <laughs> I was that guy. I probably caused a bunch of people to be late going places. And <laughs> Caltrans does not care when that happens. I had a trailer on there, and they still came up to it with the big truck with a pad on the front. Yeah. And just, poof, and just, poof, just pushed me, all, you right push me all the way down through the tr- like. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> All right. Your trailer is not worth the traffic jam you're about to create. Get off. This, yeah. Get off now. Get off. It's like, I'm a taxpayer. I pay for these roads. What are you doing to my truck? And at that point, I was like, I, you know, cars are driving by. I'm like, I hate me too. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. Uh, so that, that's my answer right there, Nate. That's a great question. Uh, fantastic phrasing. Um, yes. I think either do your basics and be good with it or it's just. Or party. Just, Balls in, dude. <laughs> just, <laughs> just go after just it. Just get her done. Yeah. Get her done. Yeah. So that's about, that's, are we done? Was that the only, was that the only, the only question you had? I only right? had two, yeah. Oh, okay. I only, I only had, had two. two. That's right. Yeah, we're good. I, I can't count today. Yeah. <laughs> so, rant? Yeah. You, I, I didn't really think about one too, too hard. I thought this was going to be a long one, so I, you go, you go. I'll feed off of you. <laughs> I can All think right. of something to say. <laughs> I, I've been so the day we're recording this is it's nine eleven. Oh, it is. Uh, and I'm not. I'm not going to try and get all sappy here because I'm sure we've all seen Facebook posts and all. I remember where I was when all this happened. It's basically our generation's like JFK type thing, you know. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a heavy topic. Everybody and there's a lot of the talk. It's like I miss September twelfth. Yeah. When everybody was all together, there was no individualism or whatever. And yeah, I get that too. Um, but, but I don't know. I, I woke up that morning, so I'm, I'm going to get sad. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm going to get sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> so my dad was air traffic controller. I woke up that morning, and my mom was like, your dad's not coming home for a while because they basically grounded all the airplanes, and no one could leave the facility because at that point, they had no idea who the enemy was. Yeah. They're like, something's going down, and basically anybody could have done this. Yeah. So went to school, carry on as normal, as normal as you can. And I just remember having this feeling of it, it, like obviously you're sad lots of people died um, people died trying to help people not die and yeah. all that kind of stuff uh i had this feeling of like and it's part like i can't think of any better way to phrase it but like you done effed up aaron yeah like, <laughs> yeah i don't know who thought they could come in our yard and do this yeah and it wasn't because like oh I'm a Republican or oh I'm 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 a gun toting American. Yeah. I was just thinking to myself like, my God, someone is really should not have done this. Yeah, I mean, especially to like the freest nation in the world. Like you can come here and be whatever. You can identify as whatever you want. You could be whatever you want. Like. It's the freest country in the world. So, like, why wouldn't everybody want to move here, mm-hmm. you know, and, and be a part of this great this great country? So, it's like, you know, wh- why are you hating? <laughs> why are they, why yeah. they hating? But I mean, people do. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, it just it, it made me kind of like, I, I can't imagine being a citizen of a country or, or identifying with a country or whatever, living somewhere where, A, these attacks happen all the time. 
can't imagine that. That's yeah. hard. And I know I know things are happening now here that are you know with social media news now you start hearing more about the small things that are happening. Yeah. Obviously, nothing small compared to other stuff. I get that. All right. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> but living in a place where if something happened to you and you're like, well, I, I hope we figure it out or something like that. Yeah. You know, maybe that's the you know the old can-do American attitude. I was like, <laughs> yeah. You done messed up. Yeah, <laughs> you done. It's not like I wasn't sitting there waiting for like, oh, yeah. please, someone do it so we can show. It. No, I was just like, no, man, like, I, I have, I have half. I think I, so. I was a freshman in high school, and I, I was in like yeah. fifth or sixth grade. It was two thousand one, so I was yeah freshman. I graduated oh four. Cameron was Cameron yeah. was like I Cameron think he was, was coming like, out of the womb. Yeah, <laughs> 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 and uh, I just remember sitting there. And uh, I was with my mom, and we were all having pizza. Yeah, because my dad wasn't at home yet. They already, they kept him there for like three days because they couldn't. You know, they were all trying to figure Jeez. everything out. Plus, they grounded all the airplanes. Yeah, which was nuts, logistically. Um, and I'm just sitting there going like, man, if they haven't figured this out by the time I'm like 18, 20 years old, I'm put some boots on. Yeah, I'm going. We're gonna take care of this. I'm going. <laughs> like, and yeah. My mom was sitting there. I was like, oh, Ben, and both my parents are you know veterans, like you know. Hey, you know, there's better ways that you can do this. Yeah. You can you can be a father. You can be patriotic. You don't have to go over there. You don't have to, you know, go go be an 03 living, go over there, grab a gun, and start <laughs> start slinging lead. Like, there's other ways that you can do this. Yeah. And, and that was always, you know, in the back of my head, maybe I should do that or something like that. But now I'm obviously too old to kind of go that way with it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I just got to say cheers to those who did. Like, there, there are a lot of guys that, on 9-11 when you see all these stories surface, like, it was inspiring them. They, they you know, joined up the yeah. next day or something like that. There's guys that I, you know, you see they, they finished their, their training. They went over there on July 10th and got, you know, just blown up by an yeah. IED on, like, December 20th or December 12th or something like that. Yeah. They weren't even over for the year. Yeah. Like, that's that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine that even now with a kid. So, I don't know. That's my sappy post. I don't know where the hell I was going with that. Yeah, but, it's all right. Um, if you don't have any American spirit on something like this and you can't just yeah, give a hug, give a handshake, whatever it is, man. Like, just yeah. just be an American. Stop worrying just about Just be a human stuff. being. Yeah. Yeah. My rant is, you know what? This is America's Diesel podcast, and this is probably the only country where we can claim that we are America's Diesel podcast because any other country might shut you down. So I'm just glad to be an American. I love I love America, and uh, yeah, that's about it. That's it. Sorry for <laughs> the long it. rant, guys. And this obviously is not coming out on nine eleven, but yeah. it's one of those things you gotta I can't not talk about it. You can't not talk about it. It's yeah. it's a definitely a big kind of. You know, it's a big, it's a big sore spot in America's little, America little history. I want to say little history because yeah. it's relatively, relatively small and compared to yeah, some other small countries. So, yeah, small beans, big balls, boys. Diesel trucks. <laughs> That's gonna wrap it up. <laughs> Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.